Good Tuesday evening, and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. Tuesday Night Flight, this is a special one. This is the DC Sports Rundown version of the Tuesday Night Flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG. Uh, you know, we do DC Sports Rundown. We're talking about things that are DC. And NFL Week 1 is over. And... I got my little granddaughter looking at me like I'm crazy. She's she she's staring me down right now. She 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 freaking me out, man. She freaking me out. But you know, we always come through on Mondays, Tuesdays, and we talk about the Washington football team and their uh games. This week was not very good at all. Um, 20 to 16 loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, not too happy about it. Not a hundred percent happy about it. I mean, we lost Fitzpatrick for six to eight weeks. Okay. That's problem. Number one, problem. Number two, Heineke comes in and he's jive flat, you know, to start out. He was kind of flat. Uh, then we go from there and just things just don't work. You know, if if Gibson never fumbled at the goal line or around our own goal line, uh, you know, inside the 10, we wouldn't have, we this game would have been over because they were running the ball pretty daggone well. Um just man, not a hundred percent happy with this performance. Defense seemed like they couldn't stop anybody. Uh just ah man not not happy one bit because this team has high expectations and they did not live up to them but right now we have the boss bj joining in what is going on? What is going on on this first, first, uh, what is this? The first, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to get my thoughts together. The first Tuesday after week one in the books. And ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we finish this show and the big guy KG gives you his thoughts on the Washington football team, and I do the same, as soon as that quarter hit the ground, you looking at heads and tail, Thursday night is here. Indeed, and and the, and the Giants—they come in here, right? Uh, let me check that. That's a good question. Uh, NFL. We should know. We should know this stuff. But <laughs> look, I can't remember where where I'm supposed to be on Thursday. So let alone with my team playing. Yeah. So Washington, they they come into Washington. The okay. uh, football team is favored by three points. Over under is forty and a half for that game, and that's mm-hmm. on NFL Network at eight twenty. This coming Thursday, but we, we we got a long way to go before we get to that game. We got Week One in the books. Um, the Washington Football Team falls to the Los Angeles Chargers. Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah, you had to get Man, that right. I want to say San Diego so bad. So uh, Washington falls to the Chargers, twenty to sixteen. Very very winnable game for Washington. Um, you know, look, I play both sides of the spectrum. Y'all know I, I'm a Buffalo fan. We lost week one, and I, I'm, I'm hearing kind of the same things on both sides. And a lot of people, you know, kind of feel like this team is is is. And, and I know, and I know, big guy says it a lot that this team is has got the the injury bug. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick going down. On IR, is it is it the is it the IR? He could come back after seven to eight weeks, or is he done for the season? I think he may be done for the season because he has to uh, actually get surgery. Wow. Okay. So the, the the injury that he he sustained was a I believe it's called a subplaxation, and that's like a dislocation. Yeah. 
So, um, well, let me, you know, if you, if you go back and listen to our shows, um, especially the show we did after the playoff loss to Tampa Bay here, um, and the shows we did after that, uh, I was in favor of Taylor Heineke coming into this season's starting. I was in favor of that. I, I said, if they, if they went that route, I'd be okay with that. And, um, you know, once again, you see him come into a game where the offense has been sputtering all game. It, it, of course, you don't want him to, to come into the game like that with Ryan Fitzpatrick injured. Because we, we talked in depth about Ryan Fitzpatrick, what his leadership meant, what his, you know, his, his just what he, what he did for the morale of the team and how good of a guy he is. Whether you like him or not as a quarterback, the locker room loves him. And it's probably one of the reasons why he edged out Heineke for the starting role. But once again, when Tyler, Taylor Heineke comes in, this offense starts moving. And he's a ton more mobile than the quarterbacks that he's replaced. So now you add that different dynamic to the offense. But let's, let's, let's talk about the game for a little bit because we, we did the pregame show, KG. And mm-hmm. um, we thought it was going to be a higher score game than that. And, you know, I think if these teams meet, if these teams would have met further down the line with some rhythm, you probably would have seen a higher scoring game because my friend, Justin Herbert, is the real deal. Agreed. He's the real deal. We talked about him. We both, I think all of us picked Washington, even when we had the midnight ride on one, we, we all picked Washington to win. But I kept saying, if if Herbert comes out and he's he's firing, he's dangerous. And it could have been a lot worse than what it was. That defense still, even though he was getting the ball out, you know, on time, and, it, and it's like you can't, you have to give credit where credit's due. The, the kid where he was putting the ball at for those receivers was mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's not just him getting back, knowing where the play is going, knowing the play, knowing where his people are supposed to be, knowing when to get rid of the ball. Because KG sent me a message. He said he's getting rid of the ball in under three seconds. You can't sack anybody that's getting rid of the ball in under three seconds. You, 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 know, you might be able to get to him you know, here and there, but for the most part, um, he the ball was gone. Mm-hmm. Montez Sweat and John, Jonathan Allen uh, had yeah had two sacks, and uh, Montez Sweat had one. Jonathan Allen had another one. Um, but but KG where he was putting the ball for only his receivers to get to, how do you guard that? Well, in my expert opinion. A lot of things uh, that I saw I didn't like. I didn't like the way the secondary was covering because it was too many. It's no way you can't man up Keenan Allen, granted. But, damn it, give him some help because all all he was doing was breaking his route off, coming underneath, and he's catching passes. Herbert was 31 of 47, 337 yards and a touchdown. You couldn't stop the run. Eckler, 15 for 57 and a touchdown. Roundtree the third, eight for 27, and they both averaged 3.8 for Eckler and 3.4 for Roundtree. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. And once you got that rolling, you were susceptible to anything because they were clicking on all cylinders. Now, granted, I, if I'm not mistaken, Herbert did throw an interception. He but did. He it didn't did. turn into it's so it was so far gone in the game because he played so well as a young quarterback, you don't even think about the INT. Let me let me let me make a comparison because I've been on the other side of the ball. Buffalo played Tom Brady for almost 20 years. You can't get to him. You know, you can't you can't throw his timing off, you can't rattle his cage. You might be able to get to him once or twice, but it's it's if you get to Tom Brady, it's his fault because he held the ball too long. It's not because you you might you might be able to get to him if you got Khalil Mack, but most of the time, 
Tom, if Tom gets sacked, he's waiting for something to open. Can, is that safe to say? If mm-hmm. Tom, if Tom takes a sack, he's waiting for something to open, and he he's willing to take that sack because it didn't materialize like he thought. I saw shades of that yesterday. Well, not yesterday, but Sunday. I saw shades of that, and you know how you gotta you gotta bait that. You have to bait that. You have to start disguising your coverages. You have to put people. Because, like I said, when you after that first half, because now we're not talking about 1980 NFL. We're talking about 2021 NFL, where as soon as the play hit, they have it on the tablet on the sideline, and you can see it. Okay, you can see what's going on after the first quarter. I'm not even gonna say the first half because after the first half, you go in, you make your adjustments. After the first quarter, of me seeing how he's throwing the ball how he's throwing darts, how he's putting it where only Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Jared Cook can get these ball. I mean, it was some balls. The coverage was great, not great, but it was decent. They were there. They couldn't have got that ball if they wanted to because it was only for (coughs) the arms or hands of Keenan Allen or whoever he was throwing it to. This is when you got to start mixing stuff up. You got to start doing dumb stuff. That's absolutely true. And th- that's another thing. Looking at this game as a whole. Charges 27 first downs, 15 first downs for the football team. 14 of 19 on third down efficiency. Washington was only 3 of 10. And 1 of 1 on, on, uh, on fourth down efficiency. 78 plays ran mm-hmm. to Washington's 49. 49. And out of that game, uh, San Diego, L.A. only punted two times. <laughs> Brother, and this and this is why I'm listening, and I, I just don't think the defense, yeah, they got gassed a couple times on the run, and, and it was scary to see because I'm like, nah, this has been a problem for the last couple of seasons, getting gashed on the ground. But I think for for what we saw – from Herbert and what that offense could have put on the board, I think they did a really, really good job. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be a Washington apologist. I'm not trying to be their butter boy. The charges for what Herbert was putting out on the field, what Eckler was doing on the ground, I think they did a, a, a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Because this could, this could have been easy, been 38-16, right? Yeah. And, and, and and it's week one, and I got to tell myself this. I got to tell myself this is week one, because I I was just as frustrated as 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 you don't even know. It's week one. I'd rather be making these mistakes week one and roll into consistency versus coming out the gate smoking hot, putting forty points on the board, and you get to week eleven and you can't find your mojo no more. You're going to the playoffs. You about to you about to end the season going to playoffs. So you can't find your mojo anymore. Make mm-hmm. your mistakes now. Figure out what's what's what it's going to be now, and make adjustments. You got time to make adjustments. Um, now, when did Fitzpatrick get hurt in the game? Remember what quarter first, it was? First quarter. First quarter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was a um, that was an O line breakdown because he got ear hole. He got hit clean, and it didn't look like it was a really really bad hit. But it was bad enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, go ahead. Let me, let me let me say this. Now we're oh. gonna we'll move on. Now let me let me throw out some stats. Then we can move on to Fitzpatrick injury. Uh, Heineke eleven to fifteen, one twenty two in the TD. Gibson career high twenty carries, ninety yards. Ran really really hard. That one fumble is what kind of turned the tide back to LA. It did. Uh, scary yeah. Terry four for sixty two and possibly the greatest catch of the season. It was mean, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was mean. Because I was like, oh, man, that's pick. Oh, shit. He caught it. Yeah. But Fitzpatrick goes down, and the rumblings start. And this is this is what, this is is what why I direct this to the fan base. Every time a quarterback goes down – now, granted, when we went through, what, eight starting quarterbacks in a season, when we had uh, Sanchez, Josh Johnson, we had all that, that whole thing after Alex Smith went down. Yeah, I was like, call Kaepernick. 
nobody was trying to hear it. Now everybody's like, well, call Cam. I don't want to hear it. Not because I don't think Cam's capable, but right now the Cam is not what's needed. We got a quarterback. We got a quarterback. We got to see what this cat's got. Oh, nobody's going to put the, the 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 team and the franchise into the hands of a 28-year-old quarterback. It's been done before. Uh, Roger Stallback. True. Roger Stallback wasn't a young pup when he took over in Dallas and went on to have a Hall of Fame career. Now, granted, I'm not saying Heineke's is Roger Dodger, you know? I'm not saying that's Heineke, but I'm saying you don't know what the hell can happen if we give this guy a chance because the, everybody responds to him. RG3 has thrown his hat into the ring. Hey, make the call. I love you, but no. We got Heineke. In Heineke, we trust. Now, he's going to make his mistakes because he, he, he hasn't been able to be in this position. And I'm good with that. But guess what? Teams got to prepare for him because they don't have any tape on him. And everything you saw from Scott Turner last year in the playoffs is totally different than what you'll see from Heineke now. And the Midnight Rider chimed in in the, in the text window. He landed awkwardly. His knee hit first, which caused a sub, sub, sub laxation, luxation, which is a dislocation. But he did get up and walk off. I'm good with that. That word, that word he just put in the text window make me sound like I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, lactose? No. Oh, no. Nah. No. Okay. No. Nah, no. Nah. Okay. But, but it, here's, and I don't mean to claim too. And you were talking about the fan base. And we saw this after the Tampa Bay, but during the Tampa Bay game, the playoff game, and after the loss. That team likes Heineke. That team has mm-hmm. faith in them. They, they believe, you, it, it's, and it's not, it doesn't come off as a fake belief because we know these guys are professionals and, you know, they got to support who's in there. But 99 loves Heineke, okay? And, and I think they really feel like they got a chance when he's in the game. And, it's, and it might not be pure skill. It might not be, you know, he, he can't outthrow, you know, the best in the league. We always say you can't measure heart and determination. You can't measure will to sacrifice yourself like he did for in the playoffs or, or for or for first down. That gets your team, that takes your team's energy up. Now, granted, you can't do that every down because you know you, you wanna you don't want to get hurt, you know. But at the same time, if people know you're willing, people start playing for you differently. I they like man, this this dude this dude is willing to, to go go down the line. I'm gonna do it too. And it's that's important. If you if you're looking at KG talked about a couple of shows ago about not having Fitzpatrick a captaincy immediately. Now, now, hold on, Brian. Oh, okay. Your Brian's showing me his toy. I'm on the phone. But what was I saying, KG? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Fitzpatrick in the captaincy. Fitzpatrick in the captaincy. And, and, and KG had an issue. But this is why that captaincy on the quarterback is so important because he automatically becomes the leader of the team. Heineke just got thrown into a role where he's the face of, of Washington football. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're going to see any game, you're going to see them chase you know, around. You're going to see that. But who touches the ball when the offense is out there every time? You know, so now he's the face of the franchise now. I don't care if he's 28, 48, 18. If you could, that's all I care about versus other stuff. Of course, we don't want, you know, people with bad morals. And I ain't got to say the crimes or nothing like that. But, you know, but for the most part, if you can win, if you could come in and be productive at that position, at that level, you deserve a shot. And he hasn't had a full shot. That's true. Full shot. He, he gets to take uh, first-team practice reps with Scary Terry and, the, and Gibson. Um, and, you know, we both praised Gibson hard, and he had a crucial fumble. It definitely turned the tide of the game 
for sure because Herbert was throwing darts and they and you finally got that one mistake. That's that's all you got. That's all you can do when you got a quarterback like that throwing darts. You just gotta be patient. Jackson got him. You just gotta make that one. He he's carving you up. You run. You feel like you run around the field for nothing. And you get one, and that's that energy goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. And they got that one, and, and and Gibson gave it right back. But it's football, baby, and that's it. It is what it is. You know, I'm not taking Gibson out. He's going and you know come in and run hard. Now the thing is, when Heineke came in, I said, okay, Allen's not active, so that means Logan Thomas has to be your quarterback. I don't think this is – as long as Heineke's healthy, I don't think we're going to see a quarterback carousel. I don't think you – and you got to let Heineke know off break. You're not – there's no short leash. You make a mistake, don't look over to the bench and be ready to be pulled. You got to go out there and you got to do your thing. Everybody – I felt like Dick Vermeil Monday morning because I, I was riding to work and I made the video and I was trying to – I had to hold off to myself from saying we will – rally around Taylor Heineke. I had to hold that back because I didn't want that to come across like that. But this team is going to rally around him as we could see from everybody returning to practice today. Him breaking the offensive huddle and everybody just loving his energy. He only got two reps with the with the starting team last week before uh, this Chargers game. He's taking all of them now. So think about that. The film study. Um, he already knows Scott Turner's playbook. And everything that's gonna be, you know, Fitzpatrick had trouble learning the playbook, which is which is expected. I mean, it's not uh 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 what's the old boy name with the with the nine hundred play uh nine hundred page playbook where it was here in Washington. Um geez. I can't think of his name. I I know the Midnight Rider, man. Who's the offensive coordinator Gibbs had came in had come in with the nine hundred page playbook? I know um, it's not about. I can't remember the name. Al Saunders, that's who it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that. It's not Mike Martz. You know, it's it's, but it's a complicated system. I'm not sure how the numerology goes in that system because you know sometimes the even side of the line is supposed to be the right side of the line, but it's the left side to confuse the defense. And you know, that's what it is. Not sure how hard it is to learn, but Heineke knows his offense. That's my point. Heineke knows it. They can open up the playbook a little bit more because with Fitzpatrick, they weren't going to open up this playbook at least until week three. You know, we was going to get at least a week three and then Fitzpatrick was going to probably run this thing and probably be able to conduct a, 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 a concert and, you know, a symphony with that offensive playbook. But Heineke, I believe in him and I know for a fact if he goes out thursday and he plays flat but we come out with the win too many people are going to jump on his case about oh we need to go sign this one we need to go sign that one. stop trying to go pick up players off the street because nine times out of ten if they're on the street they're on the street for a reason much as i love rg3 and you know i always call him my quarterback if he would have been a little bit more humbler if that's a word he would still be the quarterback of the Washington football team. Just saying. But bringing him back is not where it's at. Bringing Cam Newton in is not where it's at. Hell, bringing Colin Kaepernick in may not be where it's at. But I, I would like to see that dynamic because I think about this. Now, this is just me living in a fantasy world right now. Bring Kaepernick in. Take Scott Turner and add a hint of the read option into that offense with Gibson, with McKissick, and with Patterson. All three of them can catch out of the backfield. Kaepernick can run. Heineke can run. I had a, Even with Heineke, add a little bit of that read option in there just to get you get the linebackers to freeze and then lower the boom on that ass. That's it. That's all you need. And we don't need Kaepernick to do that. It would be nice to see you know, but we don't need it because Heineke can do it. Heineke can kill you. I just I need him to learn how to slide feet first. I, I need Juan Soto or somebody to get a hold of him. 
I think this is the first time, the first time I'm gonna disagree with you on Kaepernick. Because I like Heineke. And if you bring Cam in, you're not bringing Cam in because Cam is gonna be a distraction. Kaepernick would be too. Mm-hmm. And you and you just said Heineke can do the same thing because he's mobile. Right. So damn the Kaepernick. And, and we, you know, we talk we talked about Kaepernick on this show for a while. But right now, you have your quarterback. You have your quarterback. The fans need to rally around Taylor Heineke. The the football team is they 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 have faith in him. He's got it's it's a short week, and the Giants clipped the football team twice last year. So it's going to be a little revenge factor here. They come in the Landover. Let's not put anything. Let's not let's not even put those oars in the air. Let's not put Cam Newton in the air because that's not going to work. He's going to become a show here. Even, as great as I, I love Cam. I love Kaepernick. But right now, this team, I, I think this team is is focused. They understand the situation at hand. It's only week one. And they got a quarterback that they, you know, now you can see what this guy can do. Now, if something doesn't materialize, unfortunately, for from what I'm thinking, um, you've probably seen Fitzpatrick in Washington. Fitzpatrick. This is this was a stopgap anyway. You know, Fitzpatrick wasn't going to come here and retire or nothing like that. This is a stopgap until you can find your guy. You know, as great as Fitzpatrick is a guy, a locker room guy, you know, everything you want out of a human being, he's not an upper echelon quarterback. He's not that. So uh, unless Taylor Heineke is struggling and if Fitzpatrick can come back, we, we don't know that yet because, it, like KG said, he might need, he's probably going to need surgery. We don't know that yet. And, and, and I agree. And, and like Lady C said, it's too many distractions, and it will, because as soon as you get cap on the field, we're not, you're not even talking about football no more. You're not mm-hmm. even talking about football. Like, Cap would have to come out there and throw for 450 yards for, like, three or four straight weeks from why he was blackballed off of football. From talk about that. Uh-oh. Oh, there you go. You fading in and out of there, brother. Yeah, I'm in the back. So, uh, you know, AT&T plus um, Wi-Fi, eh, it, it, you would think I'd be good. But, nah, you gotta um, get that version that uh Verizon 5G. Well, you but, about uh, to say Virgin Mobile? I mean, I ain't we ain't had Virgin Mobile in years, brother. It, it worked good though. Yeah, it did. It worked it everywhere. Worked good. It worked everywhere. But um, what was I saying? <laughs> bringing it, uh, bringing Kaepernick. in um Kaepernick. Kaepernick or Kaepernick or Cam. Cam. They both distractions. They're both distractions. Cam come here, his old coach. And if you even if you bring him here as a backup, that is going to be a distraction from day one. Now, if Heineke, if something happens to Heineke, now you could go get Cam because now you need a starting quarterback. You don't need a starting quarterback right now. You got one. You got to see he shows flashes, but you know he hasn't had the reps with the first first team so now you give and this this isn't even a full week with the first team mm-hmm. so once the giants hit hopefully you know you'll see next next the next that next game you get a full week with the first team a full week getting the timing down the rest of the playbook and let me tell you something about the playbook and i'm gonna shoot it back to you i don't give a damn how big your playbook is how robust you think it is how many spider wild bananas is in that damn thing? Okay. <laughs> if you can't tell your, your playbook to your quarterback, you are not a good offensive coordinator. Okay. I don't care what it is you do. If you are on the same page, if you're forcing your quarterback and your offense to run stuff they don't understand or is having trouble grasping, if you got to change it up to whether it's changing it to, uh, 
uh, words they understand, combination of phrases they might be more familiar with. If you're having trouble, like you were saying, flipping the, the gaps, trying to make things uneven, trying to confuse. If, if your offensive line is having trouble with it, which they may have been because they – what would you give the offensive line grade for last game? I would actually give them a C-. minus. They held up, but I still give it a C-. minus. But offensive lines have to jail. Sheriff had too many calls on him. His name was called entirely too many yes, times to be an all-pro. For I said the same exact thing. I said that can't be Brandon Sheriff again, right? <laughs> no, I, I know it can't be. No, 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 no. Not not. This is the wrong man jumping on this line. Mm-hmm. And look, he's an all pro. We just giving him hell on here. He's an all pro. He's the anchor on that line. But it was very surprising to see him lose lose his his stance a couple of times. Yeah. I'm 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 borderline. I'm C minus D plus because of what happened to breakdown and, and how Fitzpatrick got hit. Right. He shouldn't have never got hit like that. And that's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm saying C is average. I think because of that breakdown, D a D plus. Like you you get a D from me because there was warm bodies on the field. Right? So that that breakdown alone, I'm at a D plus for the offensive line. So, but they, they, you got a test coming up in the Giants. Um, I don't think they performed too well at all. No, they didn't. They got a, a still video of two Giants players blocking each other <laughs> and the defender running free. So if that's not telling you the Giants are in, in midseason form, I don't know what are, what, what, what would tell you even more. Now, but, in the, t- but, in the t- oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, but NFC East, the division games are totally different. You you remember back on, I think they started it in like the 2004, Madden 2003. No matter what the records were, when you played a division rival, especially NFC East, if you played in it with an NFC East team, those games were way tougher than any other game you'd ever played. Your, 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 your division games were always cranked up to – the sliders are on a hundred everything, mm-hmm. and you couldn't move the ball. It seemed mm-hmm. like they knew knew your plays, and it's kind of you know it, it's frustrating to play on play like that on a game. But if you think about it in real life, these teams play each other twice a year. They're in the same division, you know. They know each other. They know you know you know those players' tendencies better. You know you start reading stuff differently. So yeah. This is going to be it's, it's gonna be no walk away. Like I nope. said, as as bad as the Giants performed against uh the Broncos, Washington's only favored by three points at home. That's but that's given. what you get. Yeah, yeah you get the three given. points. Yeah, so that's that's not that's not really that great to see that. Now, here's the thing, text window real quick. The wrap it up podcast said and for cheaper when you're talking about Taylor Heineke. Yes, Taylor Heineke is yes. a cheap. A cheap solution to a major problem, and he can he the boy can ball. Let's just say that the boy can ball. Um, too many distractions with cap will take away from the game, is what Lady C said. Uh, the Midnight Rider says, I got a better chance starting than cap. And hey, I agree too. I I, I agree. I shoot. I, uh, it is what it is. I can't. It's nothing I can say. Uh, Lady C said the two defenders they turned blind for a second. Now they was blind that whole game, but something you said, B, and you've said this several times. The old coordinator, if you don't tailor the, the 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 system to fit the quarterback you have, and I, I love, I think it was McDaniel that did it when he came back to Pittsburgh. Him and Ben and Tomlin sat down, and they went through the whole entire playbook. Ben, what are you comfortable with? I'm comfortable with this. Okay, let's change the terminology on it to fit what you need. And they went the whole offseason just talking about it, talking about the playbook. And Ben came out and threw for 5,000 yards that year. That that right there is how you handle offensive coordinator. Now, B, you're absolutely right with that. Now, you as a defensive coordinator, you're totally different because we've talked about this over the years, you know, trying to get coaching jobs and you know we i've always said if i ever made a head coach i you and jim are my coordinators 
you know, and you know, vice versa. We always said that. Now, BJ was talking about having nine and 10 year old kids blitzing off the edge every play. They go to college, all they know is blitz. They don't know anything else. They ain't got to worry about coverage because all we doing is blitz. Y'all ain't ready for this. I love it. But B is not tailoring, he's not tailoring the defense around the strength of the defense. He just sending he's sending the house and these kids is they lead the league in in, in defense because everybody's got negative yards against them because all they do is blitz and all these kids just like, okay, what are we supposed to do? You're gonna have y'all gonna have 15 yards messing with my defense. <laughs> I'm sending all the kids. I'm I'm gonna leave one cornerback out there. I'm sending 10. <laughs> block block 10. <laughs> They gonna kick you out of the league for that. I'm gonna let you know that. Oh, it's gonna be. You know what happens when that type of thing happens? They they develop rules for you. Okay, you can only blitz on. If you you can blitz on third down, you can only send six people. You know, uh, any other time you can only send a maximum of four people. That's that's how that's how them rules come about. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 excited about this game Thursday, and. Heineke is he's going to step up to the plate and dare I say it he's going to show that he can he can take over this team for however long he has to be in there now here's my question to you and then you know we can get out of here because the Giants have beat us they beat us two times and last season two times in a row Games that we should have won. So we should have finished nine and seven last year. What if Heineke gets hot? Let's say it's a uh, Tommy Maddox, Ben Roethlisberger thing. Just saying. Remember Tommy Maddox got hurt early in the season. Big Ben had to come in. He reeled off, what, 13 straight wins. They were 15 and one, but didn't make the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. What if Heineke comes in and reels off, mm, let's say, 12 straight wins? We 12 and 1 going into week 14. Fitzpatrick's uh, designated to come back. And it's time for him to come back and take over the reins. Are you Absolutely going not. to take the hot man out? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I, I just told you I, I believed Fitzpatrick has played his last game with Washington. I believe T Taylor Heineke is going to come in and move move this offense. I really think he I think he's going to get better as the weeks go along. You know what I'm saying? This is a this is a golden opportunity. It's something he's been dreaming, waiting for. And, and you know, looking from the outside in, he looks like he has that work ethic. He has that grit. And you can't teach that. That's 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 you know what I'm saying? He already has that. So he's already hungry. He gets to take over a team. They know the expectations. They know they're supposed to they probably favored to win the division, more than likely. You know? Um which is going to be hard. I know, you know, Washington football fans don't want to hear this, but if Dak throwing the ball around like that, you might have to might have to tighten the, 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 the shoelaces up. I'm just saying. I agree. Dak, Dak throwing the ball like that in his first game back after ankle, major ankle injury, you're going to have to tighten some stuff up. Okay? Um, but I don't – I just – like I said, if, 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 if Heineke comes in and he's struggling – you know, the team's right are hovering around 500. If Fitzpatrick is available, I think they'll go back to Fitzpatrick. If this team is winning games, this, the offense is moving, because Terry McLaurin should have more than four targets. Mm -hmm. Okay, we sh we're talking about he should be targeted at least 10 times a game. All right, so he only had four targets. and You know, I know they went through the whole, you know, Heineke coming in, Fitzpatrick getting hurt. You know, I, I know that. I understand that. But moving forward, if this offense moves, if they can if they can really capture that magic of Gibson running the way he does and Heineke being able to move and throw the ball like he is, I don't think you're going to see Fitzpatrick come back in a Washington uniform. I just think it is what it is. Uh, it's unfortunate. Like I said, they didn't bring Fitzpatrick here to, you know, solve the quarterback problem. They brought him here. He was the best free agent probably you could get. Um, and now another interesting dynamic, and, and injuries change everything, okay? Another, another interesting dynamic is 
if a certain person is cleared of certain wrongdoings in Houston, does Washington give up what they want to go get a franchise quarterback? Now, see, here's the problem with that. The price is too high and they refuse to budge on it because they they willing to, to go. They want a player and five picks or they want two players and four picks. And I understand that. But this is this is what they're asking for right now. Nobody needs a quarterback right now. If you're Washington, you're in a position if Heineke doesn't succeed to find another stop gap back stop gap quarterback. Because this team this team's not gonna finish more than likely with a top ten pick, even if they're bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you have a franchise quarterback sitting there. And like I said, if he's cleared of wrongdoing, do you go get him? Do you pay that price? Because you know if he comes here, it's a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different ballgame now. But it all depends. And now you have to play. The the Texans are playing the game. They're not tripping. They're not tripping. They're going to let Tyrod Taylor go out there. Land him a number, for, a top five pick, and they'll get another quarterback. Now the price, my price may differ. That's what Houston wants, but if you offer them something of a, a player of a higher caliber, I'm sure that that it, you could tweak it. I'm pretty sure. Cause we talked about, and you know, I know we're running long. We gotta get out of here, but we talked about when. The whole Aaron Rodgers drama. If, if Washington got Aaron Rodgers, that's automatic NFC Championship game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's automatic. It's automatic with that defense out there. Automatic NFC Championship game. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers ain't fair too good this Sunday. I know. He, you know, we talking about somebody that didn't play any preseason, any mini camp. So he he it's gonna take him three or four weeks to knock his rust off. You know, they're fine. Um. But it's, it's KG is going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see to see how those dominoes roll, uh, because like I said, Washington already endured a, a quarterback injury week one. Because even if even if even if Deshaun Watson gets traded somewhere else, what's the residual? What's the back? You know what I'm saying? What's what's the coattails of that? Who's available now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's a game that's going to be, you know, kind of like it's going to be a chess game. And it's going to be interesting to see. But it all depends on if Ty- Taylor Heineke can come out here and lead this team to wins. Because that's what it, it's all that matters is wins. Can you come out here and win? I don't care. Like I said, I don't care if you're 28. Tom Brady's, what, 42? Something of that nature. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady, last time I checked, was like 200. Tom Brady, 175 years old. <laughs> I asked Gronk. I said, Gronk, you know him. How does Tom Brady say it? Honestly, Tom Brady, 175 years old. Now <laughs> you lying. <laughs> <laughs> you lying. Ain't Man, nobody 175 years old. It's players in the league that Tom Brady's career is older than them. Yeah. So, you know, he's playing. AJ against- nothing but a number, man. He's playing against the juniors or the seniors he's played against. Ain't that crazy? That is, man. Antoine Winfield Jr., Santi Samuel Jr. He's Mm -hmm. playing against the juniors or the seniors that he went to battle with. That is crazy. A Santi Samuel Sr. was his teammate. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But Give Heineke a chance. Now, I say this. This is my plea to the Washington football faithful. Give Heineke a chance. Don't write him off. And everybody's already talking about the draft. And, oh, man, we got to get a top 10 pick. We need to tank because this cat out of Liberty is who we need. No. Let this one game. The game wasn't even over when this talk started. It makes me start to question your loyalty when you start talking shit like that about going into the next season and saying, hey, this is what uh, uh, I feel. You know, I, I feel we need to, to 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 get a new quarterback next year. We need to drive the quarterback. Oh, we should have drafted the quarterback instead of Chase Young. Wait, what? Well, we should have drafted Herbert. Nobody had Herbert rated that high in that draft to draft him over Chase Young. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, pe- people say shit like that, and it pisses me off as a fan and, because and you're I, talking know mad shit. I know it does, and I always tell you that you're always going to get this, no matter no matter what it is. You're always going to get something like this when it comes down to things happening on the team. So you, yeah, that's true. That's true. Can't sweat it. Don't sweat the technique. But I gotta, I gotta say this. Give it a chance. Give Heineke a chance. And then if if Heineke goes down or Heineke's, Heineke's ineffective, we still got Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen has got to be one of the highest paid backups. Man, let him play then. Mm-hmm. We got options. Don't run out and try to get the, the what you see somebody else had or has before you see what you got. It's the same thing with a relationship. You don't have this pretty girl that can cook and 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 do anything and everything that you want and you not satisfied with it because you never gave her a chance and you like, well, it's another girl over there. She looks Instagram model worthy. Let me go get her, and then you miserable once you go get her. It's like a relationship. I'm not saying that we're going to be miserable with Cam Newton, but I'm not saying we're going to be miserable with, with Colin Kaepernick, but let's see what we got first before we start making those decisions. Exactly. I agree with you. Right about now, neither one of those guys are going anywhere. They're going to be available. <laughs> yep. And if worse come to worse, we can always talk to uh, – now. never mind. I don't want to talk to Philly about another – not near another quarterback. So, worst come to worst, we can find somebody. Because Philly, I still owe Andy Reid an ass whooping. And I love Andy Reid. I really do. I love Andy Reid something terrible. And even as Philly, Philly's head coach, I love him. But he, 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 the way he got over on the Washington football team, the Washington Redskins at the time, the way he got over on them with that Donovan McNabb trade, he did, he rolled over and smoked a cigarette after that. But, yeah, I mean, and, and, and to touch on that before we get out of here, it, it, I would, if you if you knew that your, the the people you were giving him to didn't know how to use them, wouldn't you give them to him too? Yeah, yeah, because they turned those draft picks that they got Donovan Mc, for Donovan McNabb, they turned them into Fletcher Cox and somebody else, but they turned them into all pros that wound them up. It was they were a part of the Super Bowl team that actually went to the Super Bowl, but they were studs. Yeah. And they were uh, mainstays in Philadelphia that they turned them into. So, I mean, that's Let, all good. I, I don't blame them for it. Let's hit uh, a couple of things before we get out of here. Um, give me um, your predictions for Thursday. Who early? Just it may change. Score. Give me. Give me. Give me a score. Let's start with score. Give me a score for Thursday. Uh, being this Washington Giants. Um. Seventeen six Washington. Um, defense will stand tall. Uh, Daniel Jones will get scared, get sacked a couple times. Chase Young come up with a couple sacks. Um, Montez Sweater be on his back a lot. Defense will score my touchdown because I got them scoring four touchdowns this year. Defense will give me my touchdown. Offense will roll, and it'll be more of a ball control offense. Old school smash mouth, NFC East counter tray type shit. So expect um, Gibson and McKissick to get a boatload of carries and uh, Patterson too. So expect them to run the ball 60-40 just to control the clock. Right. That's me. And I'm going to go 13-10 Washington. I think the offenses are going to struggle. Um, I, it's it, the over Right now, as of right now, the, the over-under is 40 and a half for this game. I think it's going to be way under that. And uh, the three-year cover for Washington. Um, so I think 13-10, I think it's going to be close. I think D Hop is going to provide that three points, and people he'll get he'll get some of the fan base off of his back. How about that? Um, mm-hmm. The next question I have for you: Taylor Heineke over or under two hundred yards? Um, under. You got him under two hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many over or under two touchdowns? Mm, under two touchdowns. Give me he gonna get one. Okay. I got him over two hundred yards and one touchdown. Over two hundred, okay. one touchdown. Um the last piece I got for you, um, Antonio Gibson, 
over or under 80 yards? Over. over I think he's going to Yep. Even with the bum shoulder, he's a baller. And he look what he did on 20 carries. He's going to get 20 to 24 carries. And they're not all going to be busting up the gut. He's going to get – he's going to break it out. I think he's going to crack 100 yards. Think, give him about a buck 20 because we got to play ball control. That, that that way you keep Heineke upright, but you also keep uh, the pressure off up. So you got to go ball control, stack the line. You pay them offensive linemen to block, let them block. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to say under 80 yards, and I think under 80 yards because of the bum shoulder – and because you're going to see a more mobile quarterback, so Heineke is going to be moving more. You're going to take some of them carries away from Gibson. So uh, what else you got before we get out of here about the uh, Thursday game or anything about week's one game? Uh, That's that's all I got Um, for Thursday's first game. We kick off the season. Uh, we kick off the week um, here in Washington. Well, Landover. Um, but that's all I got. That's all I got. I need this to be a good game. Uh, sideline junkies, uh, all finished at 500 or above for the week. Um, hopefully like it'll we be a better do. week. Yeah. You want to bet? Listen to us. We, we, we got it. Um, Hey, that's all I got. I mean, it's been a wonderful day, period. I've been aggravating the boss, BJ, on fantasy football, sending them dumb trades, you know, <laughs> that I know he's not going to take. And, the funny part about it, I was on the phone with Lady C. I said, oh, I just sent BJ a trade. I know he going he gonna to piss a bitch about this. And first thing he sent me back, he sent me back a gift to say, she. <laughs> and all I could do was laugh because I knew what's coming. And I told Lady uh, C, BJ ain't trading with me. He, he got a, a vicious team. But me, I had to do some waiver wire pickups. I think I'm more confident. Uh, Dario, uh, look out because I'll see you on this week. Um, but before we get out of here. Got to give a special oh. shout out. You always hear me talk about him. You hear him doing Dallas week. My man, Keithy from the block. Keith, happy birthday, brother. 32 look good on you, man. Yes, definitely happy birthday. Happy birthday. Let's hope we can get this man a, a victory for his birthday. We're not going to count Sunday. His birthday today, so Thursday, that's your birthday gift right there is a Washington victory. <laughs> Shoot. That's how I look at it. Let's go. Amen. Hey man, keep we going. Hey, if something changes, we we I told you we're gonna be knee deep in football season. So we got we gotta hop back on here or we hop back on Facebook Live or Instagram Live. We might do that anyway Thursday before the game, just to give a, a final thoughts on uh right before game day. So that's it for us, uh KG. Yes, sir. So thank you for listening. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. 